0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries, and we do a little show called Solid Steps Radio. Been doing that now for almost seven years, and we started this show saying, hey, we want to do a show for men, by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. And we realize that men are really good at sports, weather, and politics, but we aren't as great at talking about the things of God, the things that last for eternity. And we want to just be a tool in your toolbox, man. We don't have all the answers, but we know the one who does. And we believe here on Solid Steps that you're not fulfilling your destiny as a man if you are not walking with the person of Jesus Christ, who was the greatest man ever. And I want to ask this question to a listener, whether you listen to it the week this airs or some years later is who do you look up to? And most of the time, if I ask a guy, who do you look up to? It may be a sports figure. It could be a celebrity. Uh, Who in your life did you look up to? And not only did you look up to, but also listen to and want to be around and really want somebody who is further down the road in life to come alongside of you and say, hey, can we talk? And more importantly, can I listen (laughs) to you as you talk? everybody needs one of those people in their life i had a guy named cecil mcgee i named one of my kids after him my life was never the same after spending time with cecil and so today you're going to hear a very similar story of a man whose trajectory was off but another guy whose trajectory was right not perfect but going in the right direction and the guy looked at him and said i need what you got and today we're going to hear that story so chad you know i I spoke at a group of guys uh, about
1: three weeks ago and Steve came up to me afterwards and shared his story, and I go, dude, we have got to share this story on the radio. So Steve Church, welcome to the show, man. Good to be here. It's great to have you, and, and, and then we ask, uh, Barney Long has also, because he's he's been a stalwart in the Louisville area
0: for, oh my goodness.
2: How old did you say you are, Barney? Uh, a young 83. <laughs>
0: I tell you what, if hey, I, I look and sound as good at 83, I, that's my goal right now. I hope no I can kidding.
1: be 83 and be like Barney Long. Barney, you have been such a blessing to me for the last almost 23 years, and uh, and I know you have with Steven, We're going to unpack that story. But thanks, uh, welcome back to the show, and thanks for coming, Barney.
2: Well, it's great to be here. One interesting thing is where Cecil impacted Chad. Cecil impacted me too. Yeah, and and ended up being one of my best friends. That's great.
1: And I'll uh, echo that. Cecil was a great, great man and a friend of mine as well. So, okay. So, Steve, um, y- you've kind of created a uh, fundamental truths, right. Um, right? And the first one that you shared with me is uh, recently. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Right. But you didn't, you didn't know that uh, a while a while back because you're uh, um, a number of years ago. Frankly, you were being kind of <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's probably the best way to describe it. I could uh,
3: describe it other ways, but yeah, stupid's good.
1: So Okay, so you were stupid. So what were you doing? Sh- share a little bit of your, of your story. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in retrospect, I was just living in
3: the world. Um, I was a young professional, uh, kind of upwardly mobile type of guy. I was doing very well in my career, um, got several promotions, ended up running a small company. um, And basically what I was doing is I was uh, buying into all the hype, right? So I had people that I looked up to that weren't necessarily um, doing terrible things. They weren't out stealing and killing people, but they were just not doing the right things. Um, And I, you know, chasing after money, chasing after uh, chemicals, chasing after alcohol, chasing after, uh, you know, cheap thrills. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but, you know, they were not honoring their families. They were not honoring themselves. And we didn't know any better. Um, a, a mentor of, of mine since that says, you know, if you smoke your own exhaust, you will die. Uh, and and uh, people were blowing sunshine up my skirt right and left. And I was loving every minute of it
1: and you got up every morning and that was your goal. That was your, that's your purpose. That was your, uh, you know, this is where I'm going.
3: Work hard, play hard. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, if you put the hours in, then you should be able to do whatever you want to do without consequence at the end of the week.
1: When did you begin to have your eyes opened? Um, well,
3: uh, it was a crisis in my marriage, quite frankly. We, um, uh, we had been married for almost 14 years, my beautiful wife Jennifer and I, and um, you know, it, it reminds me, there was a song after, I, after Barney helped me see some, see some light, uh, there was a song by Casting Crowns that was called Slow Fade. Mm-hmm. That was exactly what was happening in my marriage. Um, flattery leads to compromise, the end is always near at that. It's a slow fade, you give yourself away, um, black and white turn to gray and uh, the price will be paid um, because people never crumble in a day is the word. You don't even know that you're headed down a path with these friends of yours um, until that path just crumbles right out in front in, in, underneath you, and there you are. You're stuck at the end of a path uh, with people that you looked up to and, and admired because you thought that they had it all together, and you realize that they were just as broken as you are.
1: When, uh, uh, I love what Andy Stanley says, the principle of the path. When we are on a path, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what path, it leads to somewhere. Yeah. In our world, if we if we if we go to seventy one north, you are going to hit Cincinnati every time. After you hit traffic. After yeah yeah <laughs> yeah after you hit traffic, right. you know. And so the same way with life, we kind of forget that that. But that metaphor is is true in everyday living. Mm-hmm. When when we start making choices. We're on a path, whether they're good choices or poor choices, um, and so you—you uh, you were in the crisis of marriage, yes. And what was happening? You know, every everything
3: everything done in darkness does come to light. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've noticed that now. Um, didn't notice that then, but uh, we got to a crisis point. Um, we were never angry or, or yelling at each other. We just slipped away. So. Uh, We were separated and uh, I've known Barney for a while um, through some family relations and Barney stepped up and he uh, said, hey, you want to talk about some of this stuff? Because I think I've, I've, I know some people who've been where you are. And it gave me comfort because I, I wasn't on an island at that point.
1: You you had known Barney for a number of years. I think you told me that you knew him since high school.
3: Well, I used to go to Barney's house um, when Barney wasn't there. He had a swimming pool in his backyard. <laughs> so um, my, brother, uh, my brother was uh, dating and, and married his daughter. So I, I've known him for a long time. But we were never close, but we always knew each other. And again, I was there at his house a lot of times when he was out of town.
1: So. Bar- Barney, do you remember that day, the day that you reached out to Steve and um, connected with him?
2: Sure, it was a it 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 happened because of my daughter who was married to Steve's brother. Um, I don't even remember if they were still married. They're not married now. They're both married to somebody else. But unfortunately. We couldn't help in that regard, but uh, oh, absolutely! I remember she came to me and she said, "Dad, Steve's in trouble." She she realized there was a problem with their marriage and all that, and and I had dealt with a number of people, uh, helping them kind of get beyond "we're in trouble" and and finding out what they what you what you can do if you want to save a marriage and. Uh, so I just called Steve up and said, "Hey, why don't we get together and have lunch and talk?" And he, fortunately, said, "Okay." And I, I, I guess I maybe I'd created some credibility before, uh, you know, when when he was growing up or not growing up. I mean, he was a big guy even even back then in high school. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think the, the football team at Ballard missed out at not having him as part of. Part of what they did, <laughs> but uh, you know, I always, I'd always liked Steve. We both had an interest in music, and uh, he he was far better at both playing and singing than I was. So I, he he never invited me to be involved with anything music. But I, but I loved a lot of what he did, and and we 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 loved his wife too. We we met her at family things and and knew them. I mean, it wasn't a close relationship, but it was close enough that I could call him and say, hey, dude, let's, why don't we sit down and talk?
1: So, Steve, when he called you up and invited you to lunch, what went through your mind? Uh, you know,
3: I knew I needed help at that point,
1: point. Um, and uh, Barney's a cool
3: dude. I mean, he's, he's like, you know, he's great golf swing, plays guitar so well. He just, he does all, everything, and so, you know, He was also a very successful person who's given back a lot to people. So I really respected Barney and I was not going to say no to that. Uh, I was dumb, but I was smart enough to know that, you know, you get an offer like that, you know, you should at least listen, Um, might not always respond the right way, but you should at least listen.
1: That's That's so cool.
0: So we're going to take a break and hear more about a conversation that took place and how the trajectory changes. And so show me your friends, I'll show you your future is the truth. Whether you believe it or not, it's true. (laughs) And so he started to change his friends and took him in a different direction. So we're going to hear more about that direction here after the break on Solid Steps Radio. And If you need somebody to influence your financial status in regards to your business or your personal accounts, Ellen and Credit Union can do that. They've been around for decades. They've helped you uh, or this uh, city in many different ways in regards to personal accounts, business accounts. If you need a home loan, if you need checking, whatever you need from your financial uh, standpoint, L&N Credit Union can be a resource for you and do a great job. Vision First Eye Care. There's 11 different cities in the Kentucky Anna area, six in Louisville alone. If you need eyes uh, looked at as far as contacts, glasses, or you just need your overall eye health, Rod Rollo and his crew will take care of you for sure. Uh, Frank Enterprises. If you have a septic tank that needs to be pumped, inspected, or looked at, landscaping needs to be done, or wastewater issues outside, Frank Enterprises can take care of you and uh, give them a call.
1: So, Steve, I love your first point. You didn't really know this uh, in a real tangible way. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. I mean, you were running around, not horrible guys, but guys who were not going to lead you down the right pathway.
3: Absolutely, and again, you're right. They were not horrible guys. I mean, we were all kind of just, um, you know, living living life in in this upwardly, you know, not real life, really. I mean, we were just in the world. We yep. were so uh, chasing after
1: the world's uh, pleasures. And you were not a Christian. No, I was not, and uh, we're not a part of any church. And uh... no, man, my last name is Church. Everywhere <laughs> I went is Church. I mean, that's Kurt. I actually said that.
3: I mean, that was that came out of my mouth more than one time, you know, and you look back on that and you think, my gosh, what a, a arrogant way to live. Um,
1: but that's what it was, you know, <laughs> and, and then enters Barney. And so you'd known Barney for all these years. Barney, you, you invited him for lunch. Talk about that first lunch meeting where you know that he is living in the world and his marriage has fallen apart, he's separated from his wife, and you knew he needed the truth.
2: Well, we we met at a place over off of uh, Shelbyville Road, Hurstburn Lane, very, very nice restaurant. And because there's another part of the story I'll tell you later, but I want you to know it was a very nice, quiet, upscale place. And uh, we we met there weekly for a couple of months. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I did not, rush into steve and start spouting the gospel to him we talked about what his life was what was going on what he what he was doing what did he think where was he trying to go you know about him and uh, what was going on and um it, it it was probably a month later that we really started looking at solutions oh. we started started off looking at the problem mm. and steve was steve was very open and I, I i think for the most part, he was probably ninety percent honest. Uh, you know, anybody <laughs> that's in the dark—it's pretty wasted. good. I mean,
3: it gets you in
0: the Hall of Fame. I ninety mean, yeah, percent—that's an A. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. In most most places now, but but I knew that, and I you know I didn't know what was absolute, but I knew he was not telling the complete story. No guy ever does. I mean, it's just the way we are. We're just not open, transparent. Human beings. And you knew
1: that you needed to to just connect with him over a period of time, build the relationship, which leads to us to I love your second that second foundational truth. If you don't have a mentor, you are missing out. Absolutely. Yeah, there's and, no question about and, that. And, and and you didn't know this, <laughs> but Barney was beginning to mentor you. Yeah. And you know, that's Barney's
3: spot on. We didn't jump into you know, I mean, we're going to do the we're going to do the Book of Acts. You know, we're going to do you know. which She didn't go right into the heavy theology, right? Um, but the cool thing about Barney, and I've used this a lot because Barney never told me you should do this, you should do that. And my wife and I, Jennifer, we use this a lot when we talk to people. Um, no one likes to be should on.
2: You are saying should.
3: I right? am saying should. Okay. Yes. Uh, Don't yeah, worry, he, all the people yeah. editing the show will make sure they are saying that should. Too. That's all I've said it so many times. I, I mean, I, I say that to people all the time. Do not should on other people. It's just bad. It's bad. No one wants to do that, right? So Barney never made me feel that I was less of a man. He knew that I was in trouble. Barney was like that lifeguard on the beach, and they're trained. Drowning people don't look like they're drowning when you're looking at them from the beach. But if you're trained or you're keen enough to think about it, he knew I was drowning. He was, he was right there. Um he couldn't put his finger on why I was drowning but he knew I was drowning.
1: And Barney you, you begin to start kind of pouring into him. Um Steve when after several weeks of you connecting what's beginning to happen? You know, uh, it just depended on the week.
3: Um, it, it, you know, the weeks when I was up and in a good spot, man, it, it kind of it was easy. But the weeks, and, and when you go through something like this, you'll have these three-step forward, five-step back moments. You know, and when I was not good, when Barney started getting into the theological stuff, um, it, it, it it chafed me a little, um, and I was I'll let Barney talk to, to I'll speak to that, but.
1: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Barney. Could you tell he was kind of chafing? Could you tell he was <laughs> oh, <laughs> resisting?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Steve. Steve. Steve is is an emotional guy. Yeah. I mean, he. Steve. Steve is not one of these guys who you can't read <laughs> fairly well because it's all over his face. He, sometimes he cries. Some, yeah. I mean, like a big, you know, the guy weighs two hundred twenty pounds, and he he's sitting over there blubbering like an idiot <laughs> a couple of times. And
3: true story, it might happen but, today. <laughs> and,
2: but but when he gets mad, which he did a couple of times, yeah. I mean he, he 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 really got mad, and uh, I mean, two on two different occasions, and I, the first one I don't remember. I, I I think I remember vaguely what we were talking about, but it just hit him the wrong way. And it was some biblical truth, and uh, he just sort of rares up and lets out, uh, you know, some expletives that were not necessarily uh, normally used in a quiet, nice <laughs> restaurant like this. And the second time, I'll tell you about in a little little while. We'll get to that part of the whole thing, but yeah. uh, he really made a scene <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Steve,
1: do you re- do you remember when you got mad at Barney?
3: So um, I remember um, not wanting to hear what he had to say because I, it, by this time I'm starting to get a little bit of a conviction, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was feeling guilt. But really, what I know now it's conviction, right? Mm-hmm. So um, what the seeds that Barney had been planting uh, were starting to take a little bit of a, of a hold on me, and, and he was he was being honest, and he was being honest in a loving way, um, but it was cutting to the to the the quick, you know.
1: When, when that happened, and he called you again for the next lunch, was there like, oh my goodness, do I need, I don't want to go back to him? Or what? did you have any of that?
3: No, I, I just needed it. Um It was, you know, as much as it hurt on Fridays, I, 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 I knew I needed it. Mm. Um, I didn't know if my marriage was going to work out or not, but I knew that if I was going to continue to do the same things that I was doing, that I, I probably wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to work out, work out good, so that's where I was.
2: Well, the, the the interesting part about this whole thing is while while I'm talking to Steve, my daughter was talking to his wife Jennifer, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and she actually led Jennifer to Christ. Yes, and Jennifer was a uh, prior to to that was a a technical uh, she was she was a pharmacist. So, you know, she she knew the chemistry, she knew the the technical side and she bought the science side of life mm-hmm. and was not a believer at all. And 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 you know, like my myself and my wife, we were very strong believers. Our daughter Jennifer was a believer, our older daughter Shelley was a believer and and when when she was around them, she was just kind of a little bit cold, a little bit icy, and a little bit standoffish. From because she didn't want any part of it, and uh but then she became a believer, and that's part of what happened in this whole God at work thing that went on in this thing.
1: Yeah, Steve, when your wife Jennifer came to Christ, mm-hmm. what did you think? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that was maybe, maybe the the expletive thing when Barney, you know, Barney was saying, you know, look at how well Jennifer's doing, and I'm like, I don't want to be married to a blankety-blank-blank blank Christian.
2: He know. didn't just say it. I yelled He it. stood up in this quiet restaurant, hands on the table, gripping it like he could rip the wood right out of the table, <laughs> and said, I don't want, you don't understand, I don't want to be married. To this blank blank
3: That was one of those weeks that it was a five-step backward. It might have been a 10-step backward week. I'm not really sure how many steps it was, but it was way back. Oh,
1: my golly.
0: (laughs) We're going to take a break and make sure that uh, Steve does not take any steps backward during the break. Uh, We're going to come back and hear more because there's more to the story and more of how you can every day look at yourself and say, Hey, how am I doing today based on my past and where am I going in my future? So we're going to talk more about that here on Solid Steps Radio. Uh, We want to thank Louisville Podcast Studios. Podloo.com is the website, and we are taping our show today in the studio. And if you want to have a great-sounding, great-looking podcast or video podcast, uh, please look into uh, going to these guys. They are as good as it gets in the Louisville area. If you want to do a podcast, it is affordable. I'm telling you, for the price, you are going to get the best quality you can. Podlou, Uh, P-O-D-L-O-U.com. Brightstar Home Care. If you know somebody who you love, or even if you don't love, (laughs) who needs to have in-home care because they're physically just not able to do it anymore. Some people need 24-7. Some people just need once a week. Bright Star Home Care is the place you need to go to start having that conversation. Uh, That's called brightstarcare.com. Brightstarcare.com. And then Dan Hart Financial, if you want to retire or don't think you can retire and you wanna have a conversation of what it looks like, Dan Hart can sit down with you, talk about your finances and say, hey, what does this look like long-term? Dan Hart Financial.
1: Okay, so uh, segment one, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Uh, Stevie, <laughs> things were not good. Uh, not Again, your friends were not all horrible, but you were not r- running with the right crowd. Then enters Barney. Uh, segment two if you don't have a mentor you are missing out and Barney has been a mentor to you and was a catalyst but uh, listeners if you missed the last segment when when you guys are at the restaurant and you're describing Barney that his wife has come to Christ and Steve you stood up and <laughs> said I don't want to be married to any blankety blank Christian woman um, what did you think Barney? <laughs> You start praying right there.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, you, you know what? I honestly thought it, you know, because I've, I've done a lot of mentoring, you know, in in association with Kurt, and uh, but it, you know, you just almost smile, you know, inside, <laughs> you're thinking it's really working on. Yeah, it. yeah, it's working. It's, yeah, yeah, he he's really getting it. And because you 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 know the truth about what we we had talked about you you know we, we I know that the, the being married to a good Christian woman is one of the greatest gifts God can give us, Amen. and that's why He put them all created them put them on the earth for us to love and enjoy, and uh, and I knew that's what would happen because I mean she's she's got everything uh, you know why would you look any place else. Right. Uh,
0: It's amazing how many men will never have that moment, which in hindsight, that standing up and cursing at a restaurant is not your finest moment. Yes. (laughs) Right. But it's really not very few men will have that much of a conviction in their life moment. Mm -hmm. And it's a blessing to have that conviction. I had my moments where I woke up and I thought, what am I doing? Okay. And it wasn't in a restaurant. It was someplace else, but very few men, but a mentor will help bring that out in you. Yes. Every guy who, if you don't, very few people will ever have a Barney Long in their life.
1: And what a tragedy. Right. What a tragedy. There's a bunch
0: of unmentored men, unfathered men, spiritually fathered. You spiritually fathered this guy. Right. And there's very few men who will ever say they had a Barney or a Cecil in their life. And Uh, that's a shame. It's a shame. Listener,
1: if you do not have a mentor, you are missing the boat. You are Mm -hmm. missing out because I'm sitting right next to Barney Long, and there's there's guys out like him, who are available to be a mentor, and what a great what a great gift, um, Steve. So you also uh, your third point is it is never ever too late to turn around and go the other way. Right, right. And uh, when you talk to men, when you when you engage with other guys, you you share that, and because. You you said in the break something that I, I wanted you to bring up. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, you know what it was.
3: So you know, Barney and I were were, were meeting on a regular basis, and um, you know, one particular time, and this was probably the the, the culmination of, of of Barney. He's he's really starting to pour uh, more theology in there, more about what Jesus did for us and all the things that were that were good. And I remember one day he was talking to me about. Um, if you can imagine a fence, and you have on one side the world, and you have on the other side the word, right? And I had one leg in the word, so, sort of, and one leg in the world. Well, where's the top of that fence rail? It's in a very uncomfortable position, and that's where you were sitting, right? I mean, it's not exactly comfortable to sit on the top of a four-rail four, four rail fence, right, yep. if you're a dude. yep. Um, and I, I remember just thinking, but— I'm not like Barney, you know, I'm not a buttoned up dude, I've, I'm a, a guy who likes to go to the strip club and to drink too much and to go out and gamble and to do all these things are not honoring to myself or to my wife. And I, I looked at him and I'm like, you know, your Jesus doesn't like guys like me. Your Jesus doesn't want guys like me. Your Jesus likes guys like you, Barney, and that's cool. I'm cool with that. I don't need that Jesus guy because he doesn't need me, he doesn't want me. And that's when Barney just kind of casually puts, you know, Matthew 9, 12, and 13 in there. You know, well, and have you read Matthew 9, 12, and 13? You know? you know, and upon hearing this, Jesus said, it's not the healthy I come from. I come for the sick. You know, I don't come for the righteous. I come for the sinner. And I'm like, I stood up again. This was a different time, right? A Different, different day.
2: He hadn't and learned I, yet. Right,
3: I hadn't learned yet. And I, I said, Barney, you, you, you're not hearing me. I'm not good enough for your Jesus. I said, take that Bible and stick it up your and you know, there I go again, you know, and 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 he just laughed. He really did laugh at that point. And he just said, He goes, If you think that's gonna scare me away, big boy, you're mistaken. Let's pray. Boom. And then he goes down. <laughs> then he goes down and he prays for us. And after he prays, he said, same time next week, and I'm like, Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll be here. And and then and then I um we were separated at the time, and I was taking Haley, my daughter, home every Sunday so she could go to church with my wife. And every Sunday, Jennifer was saying, "Hey, do you want to go to church with us?" I'm good. And every Sunday, she just kept Barney's dripping on me, and then she's asking me, "Nothing." We we were never not cordial. We were never at each other's throats. She would always offer. And one day, um, I took Haley home, and she said, "Hey, do you want to go to church with us today?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good." And I'm driving home to where I was staying and something hit me and I'm like, I called her up and I'm like, hey, is that offer still good? And she said, well, yeah, I'll have a seat for you. So I come in and I find her. We were at Northeast Christian Church at the time and they had a guest preacher that came in from Lexington. Don't even remember the guy's name, but um, he taught taught that day about going out into the woods, deep into the woods and getting in a deer stand in the snow. And he sat up there for three or four hours and didn't get a deer or whatever. I'm I'm not sure how that all went. But uh, as he came out, the snow had covered the tracks. And and his message was, God covers your tracks. It doesn't matter how deep into the forest, whatever your forest looks like, that you go, God's covering that tracks. All you got to do is turn around and go the other way, dude. That's all you got to do. I didn't think that I was good enough for Jesus. I didn't think I would ever be forgiven for the things that I had done to destroy um this wonderful lady's you know our marriage and uh Barney saying, man, you can go the other way, you're okay. Jesus came for you. you're the exact guy he needs. he's looking for you um and then and then it was. Backed up, week, maybe two weeks later, I don't know, and I'm sitting there bawling in church. She's got her arm around me. She goes, what is wrong? I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Just He's looking at me, you know, good looking. Uh, so anyway, the point is, whatever your mess is, <laughs> Jesus knows about it. He's seen it before. I mean, he's seen it. It's all good. But you gotta go there first. So
1: That is uh that's powerful. Barney, when you began to see him, his eyes beginning to be opened. What was what was what were you thinking?
2: Hooray. <laughs> <coughs> Hooray. Said, Jesus has done it again.
1: <laughs> Jesus has done it again. Um and listeners, as as you're listening to this, I, I, I wish you could see Steve's face right now because he is Really red-faced and tears and because it's still gripping his heart to this day. Yeah, man, for sure. And um, there's nothing more powerful than to see a man broken before Jesus and saying, "I, I, I need your grace. I need your forgiveness. And no matter how bad you think you've been, jesus grace will cover our sin that's why he died on the cross that's why he gave his life for us so that we could have forgiveness he's a redeeming god i love that he is a redeeming
0: god so we're going to take a break and come back for our fourth and final segment and hear more about uh, steve's uh, journey and uh it is never too late there was a guy who died next to jesus who 99 percent of his life was wasted and in the final moments jesus looked at him and says i'll see you in paradise he never deserved a minute of it, but that's called grace. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly for our fourth and final segment of Solid Steps Radio. Thanks to our great sponsors, Hadley Sign Solutions, owner Chris Hadley's 35 years plus experience doing manufacturing installation of commercial signs. If you have a business or an organization that needs a sign in Kentucky and Southern Indiana, he is the guy to talk to. Hadley Sign Solutions, call 502 419 7228. That's 419 7228 for Hadley Science Solutions and Iroquois Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Uh, Eric Veal and his crew, if you need some teeth cleaned and uh, found or whatever, it is, <laughs> is, he can I, be the one to do that. I just
1: years? saw Eric this last week. He said, I had happy teeth. There you go. So, Dr. That's Eric good. Veal and
0: his crew, uh, they will take care of you. And then Veritech generators, if you need a generator for your business or your uh, personal house. Uh, Veritech Generators will take care of you. So, uh,
1: Steve, fast forward, you you eventually received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I did. But your wife, you, you talked about her grace. So,
3: Jenny, our sister-in-law, um, let Jennifer know that there was a different way to think about these things and that, and that she could, if she wanted to, fight for our marriage. And so, so she did, um, not overtly, but she was very, very graceful about things. And, um, you know, she gave me time. So I keep a letter. Um, I got a letter um, that she wrote in 20, 2008. And I was going to talk to my mom and dad about everything. And they lived in Florida. And, you know, the first paragraph says, I'm an excerpt from a book I'm, I'm reading that's helped me get through the difficult days. I hope that you might find some of the words speak to you, to your heart, and to your soul. And then it ends with our situation, your situation is not without hope. I pray you have times when you feel hope. And I just thought, man, for her to, to, you know, all the crap that I put her through, right? Um, For her to do that, that was just really, really strong um, for me. And it just left an impression. You know, we've been married, it'll be 31 years. People ask us all the time, I mean, how long have you been married? And we'll say, you know, well, we've been married, happily married 28 out of 30 years. And that's pretty good. Again, that puts you in the hall of fame as marriages go uh, for the most part. But we had help. You know. Barney, was, uh, Barney laid some foundations for us to get help. We, we sought professional help. Um, we had a professional counselor, and I would encourage people uh, to do that. Men just don't like to do it. But uh, I'm married to a very smart woman. I consider myself a normal intelligence. If we could have fixed it, we would have. We needed some professional help. We, we went to this guy for 21 months. He's a Christian counselor, a great guy named Bob Cunningham. 21 months, and finally towards the end, he goes, you know, I'll keep taking your money, but you guys are good. You know, you don't need us anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and send us out on, in the world. You know, Bob and Vicky Cherry from Northeast Christian Church, really huge. Uh, George and Cassie Sodi from Southeast Christian. We went through the love and respect class. To this day, when we mentor people, love and respect is the main thing that we talk about. Because there was information that Jennifer didn't have about what I needed. There was information that I didn't have about what she needed. And it's, it's biblical. It's right there. God created us to live in this harmony, but it was different, you know? Um, so, you know, I mean, Mark and Barb Gritton, they led the marriage ministry at Northeast Christian, which we ended up helping them do. You know, we, when we got through this and it was tough, I'm not saying when we got through this, no. No effort on our own. We put effort in, but God did this. God did this through people like Barney, through people like you know Bob Cunningham, George and Cassie, uh, Ronnie Cordray. Believe it or not, you know I mean you know, uh,
1: you know these people really helped. So well, it's, uh, God uses the body of Christ. Yes, Jesus is the head, and we are the body, and He uses the body to minister and give grace and counsel and wisdom. You know, the Bible says, he He who walks with the wise grows wise. And you had some foolishness in you and you continue to walk with wise people like Barney, like George and Cassie, like those folks you mentioned. And pretty soon, now God's using you to minister, to bless others, to speak to them. Hey, uh, you know, Steve, you... You shared those, uh, those three fundamental truths, but you also, uh, everyday work, um, uh, you have a, a, a thing called CORE, CORE, C-O-R-E. Right. Talk to our listeners real quickly about that. C stands for what? Steve, C stands for
3: consistency in word thought and deed. Um, if you're not consistent, you, you can never regain trust. And that was one of the things that Jennifer needed most. She needed me to be the same guy day after day. O is opportunity to live, laugh, love, and learn. You do it every day right? Uh, R is responsibility. I have a responsibility to God, to Jennifer, to Haley or my, your children, Mm -hmm. um, to others. And then to myself in that order, God first, Jennifer second, my children's third, you guys would be fourth in that deal. And I need to be responsible for me then.
1: How, How did you come up with that?
3: So this was really weird. I was, I was addicted to going to the YMCA early mornings. I still work out 5 a.m. Sometimes 4:45 a.m. I'm up working out. I'm sitting there doing crunches against this wall at the YMCA, and I, all I can think about is, man, I hate doing core work. I hate doing core work, and I'm like core. And then I, it, consistency, opportunity, responsibility, and then the 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 E stands for ethically, ethically in all things at all times, and I pray that every morning that I'm gonna work on my core today. And it's just, a, I need guardrails. Barney helped me establish these guardrails. And I'm a man of, of repetition. I do pretty much the same thing all the time because if I don't, <laughs> I don't run off the road, right? I don't wanna run off the road anymore. Um, so
1: these are just little reminders. Yeah, you mentioned to me the other day that Barney really helped you with the guardrails. He did. How did how did he do that? Just. I mean, Barney's
3: life, um, you know, he came to Christ about the same time I did, if I can re- remember your story. I'm, I can't little, speak for you. A <clears throat> little older. Yeah. Um, and I was right at 40 uh, when it happened. And, uh, you know, you eliminate the triggers. Barney, you know, I I really liked going to places I shouldn't go. And Barney would say, well, you know what? You just shouldn't go there. I'm like, I never thought of
1: that. <laughs>
2: How does that happen?
1: You know, Barney, do you remember helping him with guardrails?
2: Oh yeah <clears throat> we we talked a lot about you know because i my my concept and my understanding of of the path is that it's a narrow path. and I think we all know that, and the pathway in in the the world is is a broad, easy pathway. well, how do you keep how do you keep from getting over that other one, which is always wanting to pull you that way? Is guardrails, and you've got to put up these defenses that keep you from from walking where you shouldn't be walking, and and looking at what you shouldn't be looking at. Hmm. And uh, you know, they, 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 I mean, they're not you know great brain bursts. Uh, that that showed it. That's common sense about what's right and what's wrong. Stay away from what's wrong. Stick with what's right.
1: Stick with what's right. Je- I mean, you're quoting Jesus. Narrow is the way that leads to life, but the wide path leads to destruction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just love your story, Steve, because it's it's just a story of a redeeming God who loves us and takes us right where we are. Right. And he begins the transformational work. And uh, that's it's it just awesome. Uh, Barney and, and Steve, thank you so much for sharing uh, in your story, and listeners, I, I just want to encourage you. Some of you are listening to this, and you need to be, be you need to become a mentor like Barney. You need to invest in other men, and some of you are listening. You were like Steve uh, years ago when you were you're just walking down, fumbling the ball, and you need the Lord Jesus, and you need the body of Christ, and you need a church. <laughs> like Steve, you you, you you your last name is Church, but you didn't have the church. No, I did not. <laughs> and now, now you do. And uh, listeners, there's nothing like walking with truth and with uh, God's grace and people. Steve, would you pray for us? Absolutely. Pray for us, guys, that we would be, would would we'd have a core and we would follow it daily. Sure. Pray for us,
3: Father God. Thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, turn. Um, Turn the ashes to beauty in our story. We thank you so much for, uh, for Barney and for men like Barney who will uh, fill in the gap when, when we need that. Um, Lord, we know that you created us to live in community and to live in community with each other. And we pray that, um, that the men out there will find a good godly man who will speak truth and love into their life and let them know that uh, the universal truth that it is never ever too late to turn around and go the other way because God loves you. Uh, you are an adopted son of our Lord Jesus Christ and he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Um, Lord, let men out there that are struggling reach out. Uh, let them seek the guidance of someone who would love them back. Uh, Lord, we know that um, that the work you've done was for our, for, was for was for our savior savior we have you to look forward to eternity and we are so thankful for that it's in
1: jesus name we pray amen 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 thanks so much steve thank you barney appreciate
0: it so listeners if you don't have a mentor find one and if you may be somebody you need to go mentor someone else and so everybody needs someone they're listening to and somebody who's listening to them so hopefully you can be used by god in those ways thank you for listening to solid steps radio